0: Hello, guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi, guys. Welcome to the channel again and another video in relation to a narcissistic personality disorder. And um, just in relation to before we get started, just in relation to the Buddy Up program, it's going really well. And there's a lot of people looking for, you know, looking to buddy up with someone for mutual support. What I could say is people are leaving their locations, which is great. Um, It's very helpful if you're on the other side of the world so that your time zones um, will match up. But when I've gone through the comments and I go through every single one, I've noticed there's a lot of singular people saying I'd love to buddy up, love to do this, but there's no responses. So, guys, could I suggest that you go through the last, well, it'll be the last three videos at this stage and just go down through the comments because you'll see someone there looking to buddy up and if you actually go one step further, you've you've already kind of reached out, which is a big thing for us to do in our healing journey. But if you go one step further and maybe reach out to the person who's made the comment who wants to buddy up and in that way join together, because there's so many unanswered comments of people wanting to buddy up. It takes a bit of guts to actually go and say, you know, yeah, I'd like to buddy up with you. Look, if it works out, it works out. And that's great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. There's no loss but for the chances of actually it working out and you supporting each other and actually getting to know another person it's a really really helpful tool on your journey to have someone there that understands it's 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 akin to actually getting life coaching on the on the subject so guys consider doing that please and the best of luck with it thanks um okay what i'd like to talk about today is the dsm the diagnostic, um, Diagnostics for uh, Diagnosing the Narcissistic Personality Disorder. If you go on and have a look at that, it's really helpful in relation to coming to a decision as to, I know we can't diagnose people, we're not professionals, but if you've been through a lot of experiences with a narcissist and they come up with these traits, you know, they're predominantly they predominantly have these traits that are listed in the diagnostic criteria, then it's helpful for you on your on your recovery journey to assess what you've been through and assess your reaction to it in order to heal yourself from it. Because knowledge is everything and knowledge is everything in relation to protecting ourselves going forward. Today, I'd like to talk about the traits of envy and jealousy. Which, are, which predominate the, narcissistic, the narcissistically disordered personality. So on the spectrum, you know, we've talked about the spectrum before, we have in the centre of the spectrum normal, and then on the right-hand side we have empathic persons, super empathic person, and so on. On the other side we have a person with narcissistic traits, and then next to that we would have someone who has narcissistic personality disorder and then it goes on to sociopath and psychopath so everyone of us normal people have you know bad traits as well we have jealousy and envy as much as we have love and compassion and empathy but normal people or empathic people Balance these traits out and their empathy and their love and compassion and humanity don't let them delve too much into the jealousy and the envy and the negativity and the destruction. It keeps us more balanced. Um, It's not who we want to be. And if we do feel slightly jealous of someone, we will pull ourselves back. And look at the whole picture and work on ourselves or decide, well, why am I feeling like that? Is someone triangulating me and pushing this person in my face? Or do I not feel quite good enough about myself? And is that why I'm feeling neg- feeling negative about someone else? So we pull ourselves back onto the better side of it. If you have someone with narcissistic traits, this is what I would have found in my own personal experience So you have different, I'm sure you found this as well in life, you have different types of friends. And as you go through life, some of these friends drop off and there's a very few precious ones that stay with you throughout your life. We have fair weather friends and we have what I call bad, bad weather friends. And these friends are on a spectrum, and I would say they have narcissistic traits. It's possible that they suffer from the narcissistic personality disorder, but I don't want to get too into this here. I'm just going on the narcissistic traits. So have you ever noticed that when everything is going fantastically well for you, there's a certain type of person that's there and that wants to be in your life and wants to have the fun with you? But if things start to get rocky or if you look for support, they're nowhere to be found. Well, I would say these people are living off your character traits and the energy you're pumping out. And they're trying to kind of get into that, but they don't want they don't really care about you. They just want to feed off the good times. Then on the other hand, I've noticed in life that there are friends who don't want to share the happy times with you, but will come running towards you when you have a disaster or if something's really going badly for you. And this really got me thinking. And I thought, why aren't they there to share the happy times as well? Well, these narcissistic people with narcissistic traits will come as a kind of a voyeur to see you when you're down They'll take it all in, it'll make them feel better about themselves and then they'll disappear, but they won't offer the support. They might offer fake support on a one-off visit or whatever and will get something from you being in a very low position. And then they're off as well and not offering support on a continuum. And then there are the friends, the real friends, who want to be there for your good times and be there for your bad times. They're there always to offer support. And that's, in my opinion, a true friend. I'm guessing that the others have high narcissistic traits, that it's all about them and they're not prepared to offer support, that they come to you to get something from you. Then you have the narcissistic personality disordered person that us guys have all dealt with. they are incapable of emotional empathy or peace or love in my opinion the best that they can the best thing that they can get to that state is when they are getting narcissistic supply when they've managed to put someone down to feel better about themselves So I think the nearest that they can get to feeling peace, love, happiness and contentment is when they have managed to put someone down and they feel in control, powerful, fueled, and they have the satisfaction of that temporary state. And in my opinion, my humble opinion, that's as near as they get to feeling happy. And it doesn't last long. It's a temporary feeling at someone else's demise. And this is where I'm going to get to the point, guys. Stick with me in relation to envy and jealousy. So they are temporarily fueled and temporarily satisfied. And that is as far as they get towards love, peace and contentment. And in order to maintain this, they have to continue to fuel themselves on others' on the destruction of others and the satisfaction that they get because they have caused someone else to go down or someone else to be happy, but they have to have caused it. So they get a level of content satisfaction from their destructive, deceptive actions on another. If you can imagine going through life not being able to feel the peace that you or I would feel sitting in a moment, um, the contentment that we are able to make for ourselves, that we learned to make for ourselves from a young age, when we learned empathy, humanity, love, peace and contentment, and we learned how to manufacture these things without affecting another human being in a negative way. Narcissists can't do this. They have, they in my opinion, they do have emotions. They have a lot of emotions they just have emotions on the negative spectrum so they feel a huge degree of envy and jealousy and whereas we can feel a huge degree of peace and contentment and love so narcissists are continually continually need to feed we've gone over this before they need to fuel themselves and feed feed their emotional regulation bank they need others to be emotionally regulated unlike the people that are normal and on the empathic part of the spectrum who are self-regulated so guys they need empathic people in order for them to maintain to survive in in life to uphold the mask and to survive because this is the way they've chosen to do it they have let the demonic in and this is their destructive path but they believe that this is the right path and that they're copped on and that you have to do onto another before they do unto you that you have to one-up People, that you have to be three steps ahead, that you have to deceive people, that you have to control and have the power to survive. And in order to do this, they need us, they need empathic people, they need you. But they resent this because they can't, they're dependent on other people. Whereas people that are healthy and are normal and empathic do not need other people to survive we we love other people we love having other people there but we can be on our own for periods of time without going into the depths of despair and feeling that feeling suicidal so the narcissist resents needing us because it's a contradiction in terms to their way of living they're you know in their way of living they have the power and control and they're omnipotent they're they're always right they know everything yet they still need the people that they look down on for not living in that way. So there's this huge um, contradiction within them, this huge resentment of you and I who l- look happy and peaceful. And that infuriates them because it is proof which they don't want to see that their way of living is not the correct sustainable way to survive. So they can't have that. So they continually it's like they're a rat going around in a circle. They continually have to fight against that. They continually fight against the empathic way of living and they continually need to put empaths and normal people and healthy people down so that they can feel better about themselves. So without labouring this point again, their life is one of continual struggle Continual searching to and continual um, attempts to exert their power and control over others. So they're envious and jealous of your happiness, and they want to take it away from you, so that they, in their minds, will become happy. But as again, as I said, it's a level of fueling. It's a level of satisfaction at the power and control they feel if they've caused a reaction in you or if they've destroyed you in some way. So narcissists do not want to see you being happy, looking joyful, being peaceful on your own unless they've caused it. If they've caused your happiness, that's fine because they feel a satisfaction from doing that and deceiving you and manipulating you and feeling they have the power over you and that you're their puppet. And it's all for a gain down the road, as we know. If you, they come upon you and you are laughing and joking with friends, and you seem to be totally content with life and at peace. I mean, if you're having a peaceful sleep, I remember the narcissist I was with, you know, said to me in an accusatory t- tone, "You sleep very peacefully." And I thought it was a very strange way of saying it instead of, it's great, you seem to get a great night's sleep. It was a resentful tone as if, how dare you have the peace to sleep like that and I'm soon going to change that. And as it turned out, that's what happened. But anyway, they resent us being able to regulate ourselves and to find peace and joy that isn't caused by them. So guys, on your healing journey, When you are changing and your family members and friends or ex-narcissists are seeing you change and do so much better and look well and seem joyful and be actually making quantifiable progress in your life. Like you may have gotten a promotion at work or, you know, your life is looking good to them and they can't fathom this because they have done everything they can to not make that happen. Because they don't want to see you. And remember, at the back of their mind, they've chosen you and targeted you because they see the potential in you. They see your greatness before you see it. And they don't want to see that. They want to put that down because again, they have to prove that they are right about everything and that their way is the way to go. So they already resent you when they met you and targeted you, or they resent you if you're in their family, because they know what you have. They can see it even if you can't. And they don't want that to survive. They want to destroy it. So on your healing journey, if you're making obvious progress, they will do everything they can to to take you down. They will do everything they can to stop you. This is This is like apparent to them. This mirrors back to them that they are less than, that they are the ones that made the mistake by leaving you, that they are the ones that made the mistake by criticising you to friends, that they're left behind in a dysfunctional family and you've escaped and you're making good on your life. You're shining, you're bright. This, guys, is like the worst signal A narcissist can receive the worst reflection a narcissist can get back. So keep going. The narcissist will, when they see this, become so enraged and infuriated that they will engage flying monkeys. They will go on a smear campaign. They will do everything they possibly can to discredit you particularly if you're in, say, in a workplace situation, if you're in direct competition with a narcissist and they see you doing better than them, they will go on the most vicious smear campaign you can imagine. They'll also bait you. They will try, they will have a plan, whether conscious or subconscious, it can be both or one or the other. They will have a plan and set bait for you. And if you take the bait and react to the bait, they will have planned a campaign against you. And they will say, look, see, that's what he or she does all the time. They will have planned, they will have tried to guesstimate your reaction to them laying the bait. And if you react as an empathic person who seeks justice, who seeks the truth, and they've come up with this malevolent malevolent lie about you or about someone else, and you go and try and react and defend that position, they will have set it up so that they will have told people who you are and what you're doing. And by your reacting, it kind of proves the point to other people. It's like reacting to the smear campaign. They're always trying to think two steps ahead. They're always trying to think how they can destroy you and bring you down. So if you, if a narcissist or their flying monkeys or anyone sets bait for you that triggers your righteous, indignation. Ignore it. Narcissists are so full of crap. They want you to destroy yourself by reacting. Give them no power. They want to cause chaos and causing chaos is evil and destructive because people can't think clearly. The wrong impressions are given and um, It feeds into the narcissistic, evil, demonic destruction of a good situation and a good person. If you put them aside and ignore them, that's also a huge narcissistic injury to them. And it's also saving yourself. You don't want to get into their chaotic messes. They're begrudgers, they're belittlers. They cannot stand to see anyone succeed, but particularly if you're in competition to them. Another thing they'll do is they will copy you. They don't have a lot of them, what it takes to create something themselves. Narcissists to succeed, instead of going along their own road and being brilliant or being constructive themselves and coming up with their own ideas and just going ahead on their own path and not worrying about other people. This isn't the way they succeed. The way they succeed is to attack others to gain attention for themselves and to attack others with nothing constructive, in a destructive way. It's not constructive criticism. It's just destructive in order to bring attention onto themselves and to attract other narcissists. And all these narcissistic demons will try and gang up on the person that's doing good. So basically, they're again all about destruction. They're envious and jealous of the success of other people. They do not want to see light truth, joy, peace, other empathic people coming together. They will lie pathologically to discredit someone who is becoming successful. They'll discredit, try and discredit you if you're on your healing journey and you're making significant, obvious, beautiful progress. Do not let these demons into your space. If you hear back from a flying monkey that one of them is up to their demonic, destructive process in feeding their envy, jealousy and resentment of you. Ask that person not to pass that information on to you again. Ignore what they're doing. Continue on your road and become stronger, more beautiful, shine brighter. And all these little black insects will scurry off back under their plants to where they belong. They are not part of your beauty. They have no place being in the same space as you. Their words are empty. They are empty shells. All they want to do is cause chaos and destruction and to stop you in your progress. Don't let them. And that's my message for today, guys. I'm heading to work again. The holiday season is nearly upon us. I really sincerely hope that everyone is doing well. Remember, continue to shine stay strong, one step at a time on our healing journey. Subscribe, like, share, get the word out there. And I will see you again soon in another video. In the meantime, take great care of yourselves guys. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving.